Brothers and sisters, today I'd like to speak about a saint that I've been wanting to speak about for a little while, uh, but different things were coming up uh, that I wanted to share in the meantime. But it's a saint that I kind of neglected for a while. Well, I, I did not pay too much attention to because of my pride, because of my maybe snobbery thinking, having my own prejudices about her. And it was recently I came across a book uh, by a pretty well-known Irish Dominican uh, in the last century who's written many different books, Father Paul O'Sullivan, O.P., Dominican. And he wrote this book about her, and it's called The Wonder Worker, uh, and it's about St. Philomena. And uh, uh, recently, a few weeks ago, I was in Fatima, and I was in a shop, and I got a little prayer card by her, so I stuck it into my wallet. And ever since then, I've been thinking a little bit more about her. And then, very providentially, I came across this book about a week ago. And I was struck um, in the past that St. John Vianney attributed a lot of the intercession, a lot of the miracles that happened through his ministry to this saint. I'd heard about it before, but I never paid too much attention to it. But recently in this book, there's a section on St. John Vianney. I might make an, another video about that uh, another day. But today, just to speak a little bit about the saint. But she was largely forgotten for 1,700 years, or she wasn't known at all in, in terms of public veneration. What happened is we need to go back to the early church, uh, to, to the reality of the early Christians for the first few hundred years. They were being persecuted and martyred for the faith uh, by the Roman Empire, different Roman emperors, uh, Nero, Domitian. Uh, there were many waves of persecution that, that slaughtered Christians uh, because they saw them as a, as a threat uh, to, to the society, to, to their pagan beliefs and ways. And, and because... Uh, people were experiencing miracles with this faith. Um, they, they were experiencing life-changing transformations that it was gathering force. Uh, but the more that they were persecuted and martyred, we know that the blood of the martyrs is what is the seedbed of the church. But anyway, maybe I'm sure you've heard of the catacombs, um, which are basically a whole series of tunnels under Rome, and they were catacombs in Greece as well, in France and other places, but basically where, because Christians weren't allowed often to, to practice their faith above ground, they would seek refuge in these places to practice their faith. But especially around burials, the Christians had taken the burial of the body so seriously and in such a sacred way that they would they dug a whole network of underground chapels and burial places. So it's estimated that over those first 300 years, about 6 million Christians buried in the catacombs. Many of them, if not most of them, uh, martyrs who died for the faith. And so when Constantine um, converted to the faith, he, he did not make Catholicism the main religion. But what he did is that he, he gave an edict for freedom of religion, which allowed Christianity and Christians to freely practice their faith and therefore to come up above ground, you could say. And so after these, this while, these catacombs, um, there, there were such, such precious places of early Christian uh, liturgy and life uh, where, you know, 
the sacredness of these martyrs whose bodies were uh, who gave their life for Christ and for the church and they were buried there so many of the popes then when when Christianity became an accepted uh, uh, religion faith uh, many of their bodies and stuff were transferred to to crypts and churches above ground to venerate them to remember their witness and so here comes the story about our Saint Philomena it was in basically in in the very beginning of the 19th century. So it was May 24th, 1802, that excavators stumbled in a catacomb upon a, a, a loculus, which is basically a place of a tomb, um, a tomb that was never violated. I'm just gonna read from Father Polisova. Everything pointed to the fact in this tomb that the chamber was exactly as it had been when the precious remains were enclosed. They're long centuries before. So we're talking about 1700 years before this. And on it, you see, on the vault, they saw these words, Lumina, Paxte, Comfy. And it was some of the words, it was because of a slab kind of was moved. And they, they realized that it had slightly been rearranged. And they, they basically, when they, their excavators found the true name, it said, Paxte, Comfy, Lumina. Peace be with you, Philomena. And in it, they, they realized that there was bones of a young girl. There were vials of blood, which was a sign that she was a martyr. The early Christians buried her with that. And there were different symbols that she was buried with. And this began the great discovery of this amazing saint. And I will be sharing a little bit about her in the next few little videos. Uh, so stay tuned. Philomena, pray for us.